0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Viva Live podcast with me, Tori Ree. Just kidding, (laughs) it's your new host. If you didn't listen to the previous episode, you will know that, or you won't know, that the podcast has now been passed into my less than capable hands. Uh, We're going to see how this one goes. Um, As I said in the previous episode, what I really want to do at this challenging time for all, I really want to be able to connect our community with some of the biggest light givers in my life and the people that bring inspiration into my world, people that force me to think differently, people that, that give me new perspectives and there's none better than the lady I'm sitting in front with of right now making what I believe is your podcast debut. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with uh, my good friend Kaylee Gilbert.
1: Hi everybody, thank you for having me. and. I want to say what a lot of people are probably thinking right now, which is I'm so glad that you are doing this. um, Oh, thank you. As amazing, you know, Tori's amazing and perfect, and also, so are you, you know, and I think that you have been behind the scenes for so much um, beautiful stuff that has happened, and you've brought so much amazingness into this world and been the leader of so much great stuff and i think that so many people want to know who the voice behind (laughs) it all is you know i know i'm always eager to hear Mm -hmm. your wisdom and i love hearing your conversations and i think you have so much to say and so much to give and so i'm really honored to have you in my space in my home and to share this moment with you so thank you yeah
0: yeah I have felt, and we've discussed it this week, I felt a real calling to step up in the wake of everything that's going on, uh, I've really, now, I've always been that guy that's been more comfortable behind the scenes, mm-hmm. right, and and kind of leading from from the back, but in the past couple of weeks with everything that's happened, I felt a calling to step up and, and hopefully you know, amplify my message, amplify the message of people around us, because I think the world needs people to, to open up and to shine more than ever. So that's what I hope we can do in this next 45 minutes to an hour. Um obviously we we're very it's a very sensitive time right now. We're cautious that we don't wanna dwell on the obvious too much, but what we wanna do is actually look at the situation we're in right mm-hmm. now, uh, many of us stuck in our homes. Mm-hmm. Um and we wanna look at how we can use this as a positive time, right? And I'm already seeing so many positive things happen out of the the virus that's going around and, and how it's forcing people to slow down and come together and reflect. I'm seeing random acts of kindness popping up everywhere i'm seeing really people connect with their humanity and realize what's important Um, and i want to use this hour to give people who are maybe feeling a little bit lost a little bit lonely isolated uh, confused scared the reminder that there is hope and the reminder that we are all in this together and there's no better person to do it than than with you because obviously you have a very unique relationship to stillness, to slowing down. Mm-hmm. Um, the journey that, that you've been on, personally, from from uh, coming to uh, Hollywood at the age of 18, 19, yeah. um, being involved in a reality that is very uh, externally focused, very focused on image and going out, being seen, taking names, showing up, and your journey has, it hasn't, left that curve completely because that's still a part of your reality but what it has allowed you to realize is that happiness is not fi- found in these things right and you've been able to go within within your own practices and cultivate that relationship with self rather than just a relationship with the outside world I so yeah. i'd love it if you could just share a little bit about your journey um and how you how you got to well first of all introduce yourself how you got to where you are today and and talk about um you know the importance of having that that practice where you can connect with yourself
1: okay let's go for it so yeah i am originally from south africa i um moved here when i was 18 yeah between 18 and 19 to pursue my career as an actress and a model and it was you know i moved away from everything I knew from my safety net. You know, I'm the youngest of eight kids, so I was very much pampered and well looked after. And, but I just had this calling inside of me that knew that I wasn't going to be able to expand and grow Um, living in South Africa with my family. You know, I needed to get out of my comfort zone. And honestly, when I first moved here, I remember the first night my mom left me I came home from class around 10 p.m. at night and I walked into my apartment and it was just dark mm. and I was alone for the first time and I just remember closing the door and just sliding down the door and sitting on the floor crying like what the heck am I doing here? I chose this? Am I mad? Am mm. I insane? Like I'm away from all the people that I love and who love me for what you know? Um so that, that discomfort is, is very difficult, you know, and then, you know, fast forward, I obviously got more comfortable with that, but it came with a lot of, um, when you're alone, you start realizing when you spend a lot more time alone, you start being a lot more aware of your thoughts uh-huh. and your your tendencies, but also not because you don't have other people to point out your bad habits or when you get into when you get stuck into a certain way, a certain right. mindset, right? And um I have a very addictive personality mm-hmm. and I don't want to, you know, cause any triggers, so this is sort of a mild trigger warning and I'm not a professional in any way, shape or form when it comes to this type of thing. I'm just speaking from my experience. You know, that's all I can do was in the modeling industry and I definitely noticed myself um, becoming a lot more focused on what I looked like. And the fact that as an actress, you so are not really in control of your life. You know, mm. you go out and you do these auditions, and it's all about people judging you, really. You know, yep. you walk into a room and they don't know who you are as a person. They don't know how kind you are or how not kind you're or whatever. You know, you just get judged based on those, I don't know, anywhere from two to 10 minutes in a room or um, 15 if you're lucky and you either get the role or you don't and that's, um, that's that and it can leave you feeling really empty. And so what I found myself doing is I would grab onto things that I could control Um, so I would keep myself very busy, Uh very busy going to the gym Uh for two hours at a time, um, you know, trying to distract myself and then also of course the um, pressure of looking a certain way and growing up being a tall, slim-ish, you know, what this world considers aesthetically pleasing in Uh certain ways person you know is I'm absolutely not like, oh you know, poor me, whatever, but the fact is is that it does create a lot of pressure yeah and it does make you um, identify yourself based on what you look like mm. because everybody knows oh Kaylee, the tall, slim, pretty model girl
2: yeah
1: and that was my identity mm-hmm. and um if I wasn't a certain weight, if I wasn't a certain if my measurements weren't you know um, ideal, then I would be reprimanded um, for that in a way and told to lose weight or told to lose inches, um, question me on my diet, am I working out enough things like that mm. and of course you know I couldn't control the jobs I was getting or not getting, but what I could control was my weight yep what I could control was my exercise and what I was eating so I became very obsessive about that um yeah so there were a lot of demons and my mind was always racing at a thousand miles an hour and look honestly I could spend an hour on each segment of my life yeah you know we would be here all day yeah um but
0: one thing that you you mentioned there that yeah. I want to pick up on was yeah. was the b-word and that I know comes up a lot in people's life, and that's busy right Right. and we all identify ourselves and and many many of the times we pride ourselves on how busy we are i was very guilty of that and and have been for most of my life i will always i had an inverse relationship with stillness whereas when stillness came along i'd be like right how can i fill it how can i do something productive what can i achieve and it seems to be it's is very glorified in the world that we live in that you know the busier you are perhaps the more successful you are or the more happier you are the harder you're working but I actually found the opposite to be true. The more space I could carve out and the more I could, it was very hard at first, but the more I could generate that relationship with stillness,
1: mm.
0: the happier and more content in myself I became. I don't know if your journey was, was similar.
1: Oh, For sure, and mm. the biggest thing that I learned in my yoga, which um, I will speak about, but it's about the balance. Life is a balance of exerting to give and then relaxing to receive. Mm-hmm that's like your heartbeat mm. you know it's that balance it's that circulation and if we're go 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 all the time yeah. it's like we have these blinders on and we just like have all these things in our sight that we that we want to get and we're never really satisfied mm. but also we're blocking ourselves off energetically for the here and now for what the universe is trying to tell us mm. trying to show us trying to give us you know in every moment we are one. Not to get too woo woo, but let's face the facts. We're going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well do rather, it now. Better rip off the bandage, <laughs> isn't it? Exactly. You know, we are part of the universe, yep. and there's always messages, intricate messages. However, you want to believe it, whether it's you know whether it is like a cosmic force, whether it is your angels, whether it's just the energy of the people and the plants and things around you. Mm. Um in every moment there is so much to hear and to listen to and to receive and if you are just busy
2: mm-hmm.
1: well you're not receiving at all yep. and so you're going to you're never going to you're never going to create
0: that space it's such an important point and i think it's one of the major reasons we are so out of alignment with where we should be uh, energetically from from the planet's point of view from relationship with each other relationship with ourselves because we're giving, 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 and we're not receiving. Mm. We're not slowing down and saying, right, what is my intuition telling me? What what do I really need right now? This isn't a case of go, 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 and, and you're completely trapped in your head brain, right? And you're, you're just going round and round and round. It's actually taking that moment to say, right, okay, what's next? And you look at cultures that have come before our ancestors thousands of years ago, and they lived in such a delicate harmony with each other, with the planet, with, with everything, and the world worked for so long. I'm not saying it was perfect, of course, there's were there's there been wars and there's been travesty throughout humanity, however, there was that deeper connection to spirit, to animals, to the plants, and we seem to have lost that. Mm-hmm. I think a big reason is that constant distraction, that constant search of external validation. Big time. And it's the balance, though, that
1: we need, right? Because there mm-hmm. are people who just... Also, take, 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 yes, and don't sure. give at all, right? Yep. And the cool thing is that there are so many tools. Um, I sound like I'm plugging yoga all the time, but I'm just <laughs> realizing that instinctually it just keeps coming up because I think it's helped me so much. But there's so many tools to, you know, um, balance the hemispheres of your brain mm-hmm. and the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic and your chakras and all that that can help you to really be in that centered neutral space where you have that give and take Mm. and it runs really smoothly and your life just flows Mm. you know so
0: well one thing that i love to do is focus on that practical advice right and Mm -hmm. i think you can you've got some real gifts that you can share and Mm -hmm. some pearls of wisdom so Obviously you're you're coming into you're coming from a big family in South mm-hmm. Africa and you're now moving to a space in your life where you have more time than ever with yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And first of all that was very that that I hope you don't mind me saying it, it it could be a destructive space when you spend so much time with yourself and your own thoughts and you can actually you can become your worst enemy. How did you flip that from being in that place to actually developing such an intricate relationship with yourself where you now are your best friend Mm
1: -hmm. it was a long process
0: (laughs) right i'm not gonna you're telling me we're not gonna do this in 40 minutes
1: (laughs) hell no (laughs) i don't know if we can sway on this but i almost did um but so it was what i really want to put out there for everybody is that it requires patience Mm. it requires commitment and discipline I love that saying discipline is freedom uh-huh. I truly believe it kind discipline you know compassionate discipline but discipline nonetheless yeah. humans do thrive off of discipline yeah you know and structure to a certain extent you end up finding freedom within the structure but it is it's safety for us to have some kind of structure and that's important yeah. you know I don't think that's a weakness at no, all, at all. And so what I did, you know, was I had to chip away at a lot of my um, habits Uh and that took a while and a lot of the time I would find myself sitting down for a meditation and being like, okay, I'm going to do This thirty-one minute meditation, and I will be healed afterwards. You know, like really hoping that that was the case. I'll be healed of all my traumas, and my shadows will will go away. And afterwards, I would have moments of absolute amazing lightness and peace. But then at the end, I would self sabotage, and I would be like, "Did it work? Did it work?" And I'd like have all these thoughts, Mm. and I'd be like, "I'm not healed, damn it." You know. However we have to know that those moments even if it's a second or two seconds of that peaceful feeling that stillness that openness that that calmness that love is is the chipping away mm. and that will expand as you were talking about in your meditations the silence you know it will slowly it will expand and that will start taking over all the other thoughts And your subconscious is an incredible thing. Um, In the yoga, when we do chanting or when we do specific mudras, which is positions with our fingers, basically, Mm -hmm. it's all working on the subconscious mind. So even if you can't intellectually wrap your mind around it, if you really trust and surrender, and it's like the placebo, you know, if you tell yourself it's going to work, even though, these practices have been scientifically proven to mm-hmm. work. Um, it it will be chipping away at your subconscious, and and a year later or a few months later, you'll look back and you'll be like, wow, I don't I don't think that thought anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think that destructive thought. Where did that go? Yeah. And it's so important to look back and to recognise and acknowledge, you know, what you've done. But um, I went off on a bit of a tangent there. But what I noticed is that I um. I think the best thing for me to give an example of is I went through a breakup um, that really I felt like shattered my world. Mm -hmm. You know, I felt like my heart, I felt it breaking. I was basically like I was crawling on the floor. I could hardly stand up. It was so painful. Now, I could have, gone out and, um, you know, been destructive, but I was lucky enough at that time that I had dabbled in this practice, in my yoga practice, and instead I dived into that, and whenever I felt like I wanted to go out, outside or outward to, to fill the hole, I sat my ass down on the mat and I said, you will do this now. And it's that discipline. Um, And it was a promise that I made to myself. You know, and I still do this when I struggle. Every day I wake up and I say, I promise to commit to you. I promise that I will not give up on you. That's Mm -hmm. what I told myself every day. As difficult as it was, if you promise yourself that, because at the end of the day, that's all you have, you know. And I really delved into my practice and I did it as well as I could and for me people have different personalities but for me Following the things step by step doing it exactly as it says in the book made me feel like accomplished and slowly but surely it got easier and easier for me to sit down and meditate rather than go on a run Mm. or do some crazy exercise because I think my subconscious slowly started taking over and realizing how good it felt. And there's no substitute for experience, right? And your body remembers how you feel when you do Mm -hmm. certain things. And eventually, if you really listen to your body, it will tell you what it wants. And eventually, you realize that you want that stillness. And when you have these tools, you know... But you can experience it, and the beauty of it is, is that it's all within you. Mm -hmm. So no matter where you are, no matter who you're with, no matter the circumstances, like right now, for example, Mm. um, I don't have to go to the gym to feel better. You know, if I'm stranded on a desert island, all there's so much comfort in knowing that I have myself, and. I can achieve that peaceful state that still state within myself because it's right here. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Yeah. yeah the the subconscious mind is so incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. It we we have this illusion. Pretty, it's very similar to the to the macro illusion that we're experiencing right now, where we thought we were in control, and we're realizing really we're not. And the relationship with the conscious and subconscious is just so similar we think we're driving this thing we think we're making the decisions but really there's this big thing in the back that's saying no you're going this way you're going this way you're eating that food you're going to talk to this person you're going to have this pattern in your relationship and that all comes from previous experiences that's the stuff that is stored within us that we're not consciously aware of but it shows up in our day-to-day interactions and our day-to-day choices and being able to cultivate that relationship with the subconscious and by slowing down the thoughts of the conscious then you are able to build that that deeper relationship so obviously we are now in a time where people are for maybe maybe for the first time in a lot of people's lives being forced to slow down and to to embrace stillness it's going to be very difficult for a lot of people uh, i know when i first tried to get into a meditation practice i found it incredibly hard i, I wouldn't i wouldn't say hard i would fo- i f- I didn't, I didn't, being perfectly honest, I didn't want to do it. Mm. I'd read that it's this incredible thing that's going to help me with this and that, but I didn't have that real deeper understanding to know why I should do this. And I would make every excuse to myself not to sit down on the mat, even if it was just for a minute or five minutes or ten. I would, I'd say, oh, I'm too busy. I've got this to do, that to do. Um, There's a quote, the person who says it has, my name has left me, but he said, the person who doesn't have time to meditate for five minutes needs to meditate for an hour and I pinned that onto my fridge, and every time I tried to make that excuse, I'd look at that and be like, oh, okay, right, I realise. Um, so, someone who is coming in completely new, and they're looking to to build that relationship with themselves, mm-hmm. and they're looking to to listen to that voice within for the first time, because it's within all of us, and we'd all have had those moments where we've been walking down the street, and for whatever reason, you've walked past someone, and you got a bad vibe, mm-hmm. or your gut instinct told you to turn right when it said to turn left whatever it is you get these subtle feelings from time to time and a lot of the time we will ignore them but the more we can dial in and listen to those the the more in alignment our life will be so how can someone begin to develop that relationship what would be your your starting points
1: first of all do not compare to your experience to anybody else's. Mm. Do not have any expectation of what you should feel like, what it's going to be like, how easy it's going to be, how difficult it's going to be. Sit on wherever, a stool, a mat, wherever you feel comfortable. You know, I like to sit on the ground. For me, it has a grounding feeling. It connects me to the earth. It really has a different feel to it. Um and let go of your judgment, as I said, of your expectations, and also of your reaction and your your thoughts, because the thing is that people think when you meditate you're supposed to stop thinking, Uh which essentially is impossible.
2: Uh
1: Our minds are meant to think, and we have three minds you have the positive mind the negative mind and the neutral mind and we often call the negative mind the protective mind rather because the negative mind is the mind that tells you to look left and right before you cross the street uh-huh. it's it's protecting you uh-huh. essentially and it, it comes from your past you know all the things the times that you've been hurt or um, have needed to protect yourself it's important that it's there so you need to acknowledge it and appreciate it uh-huh. And then your positive mind is amazing, it's the optimist, you know, but that can also be too much. It's like, oh no, I'm just going to trust that nobody's going to drive into me when I walk across the road. So you need that balance. And then the neutral mind or the centered mind sits in the middle and it sees both sides and then it finds its place in the middle, but it's non-attached. And so when when you sit down to meditate, we're often so afraid, and I still get like this, where if, if I'm like my mind is racing or I'm feeling out of control and I don't wanna sit down, I am so afraid of my, my thoughts. But then when I actually sit down and I say, okay, and I have my palms up and I allow my thoughts to come in and I say, okay, come in. And I just open my heart, open my mind and listen to them, but from a place of non-attachment. Mm. Just like I'm seeing them like written in the sky, like a slideshow. They're never that bad. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't give them that power, you start realizing that, oh, okay, this isn't that bad, you know? So I would say that it's just allowing the thoughts to come, and also thinking of meditation as a clearing out of the garbage. Because essentially all the thoughts that you're having are going to be there mm-hmm. all the time, yeah, and unless you let them come out really, you're just pushing them down, and you're sort of accumulating that garbage. Mm. But if you can release them like out of you and you and then you like ask yourself, okay, so that thought I had, where did it go?
2: Mm.
1: It like floated away, and where did it go? It's like into the subconscious, and then you start releasing them like little balloons mm. into the sky, you know? So I would say that, um. to circle back to your question, I would say you will have to eventually find what works for you, whether that is sitting and listening to a guided meditation, which is often very helpful, for people who are beginning yep. because they like to have some sort of structure because they don't quite yet trust their minds, which is totally fine. Um, there's a lot of breathing meditations which, plug, we're going to hopefully be sharing with the audience yes, at some stage um, to help them with that, to help give them some tools. And um, yes, I would eventually love to share some sort of chanting, things like that, but just to not put pressure on yourself and take 1 minute then the next day take 2 minutes the next day take 3 minutes mm. and eventually your body will start telling you how good it feels to be in that stillness yep and you'll want to do it yep. you know because it feels good mm-hmm. yeah mhm
0: and if i think if we can if we can get one thing out of this time that we're in right now mm. and if it's everyone can can develop that practice within themselves then the benefits that's going to have on your external reality are going to be incredible Can you because imagine? yeah right because it's just so I was, I was telling you this last night but I remember the the first time I I felt the benefits of meditation working and I caught myself actually in a thought loop and then watched the thought and I was like oh hang on I'm thinking and actually having that awareness that I was thinking and actually actually I wasn't present where mm. I was I was walking down the street and I wasn't actually walking down the street, I was thinking about what I was going to have for dinner that night or what my boss had told me that day, you know, um, and being able to have that awareness, you realise, well, actually, I'm in control of this thing, it's not right, I'm not just blindly following this, I'm not a victim to my thoughts, I'm actually the controller, and then when you realise that, you realise that actually, okay, now I can shape the thoughts that come into my mind, and I can shape my reality based on those thoughts, so it's, it's such a powerful awareness, and... I don't think I think I'll be speaking for the both of us by saying we're not perfect and we haven't cracked it at all, right? It's a constant no. process and you're constantly working on it and you're constantly evolving. But the beauty is being just having that awareness and it will start to show up in your everyday life.
1: Yeah, and, and what fun would life be <laughs> if we were perfect. Yeah. No, like we're here to go through this experience mm. to embrace it. Yeah. You know? And I think that the important thing which we also spoke about is that Whatever we find ourselves in, whatever situation, ask yourself, what is the opportunity here? Mm. What is the opportunity? You know, and that is the biggest thing. Like, there is opportunity in everything. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I just just want to circle back because I think this is important. You know, when I had fears, for example, when I didn't want to sit still and when I'd rather be exercising or something and I was... Sitting still in meditation for, you know, I would do these crazy things where um, we would do sixty-two minute meditations mm. throughout a day, yep. and you know, when I was addicted to exercise, I would be like, oh my god, like I haven't moved my body, yep. and I need to move, and yep. like I'm feeling like you know, and if you just commit and you like sit yourself down and you you let those thoughts come mm-hmm. and you listen to them, yep. and then she goes. I really I need to move my body now because you know I've been I've been sitting here and like I'm gonna I don't know you just have all these negative mm-hmm. thoughts and then and then say to yourself okay and so what and hmm. then the, the the next thought will come well then I mean then you know I, I, I'm trying to be very careful not to trigger people right. here. Yeah. I don't want to say things yeah. um, But again, a negative thought will come and it will sort of get into this loop. Mm -hmm. And if you keep asking yourself, okay, and so what? Mm -hmm. And so what? Yeah. And so what? Please try that at home. Yeah. Because eventually that little little voice will be like, well, then I guess nothing.
2: Yeah.
1: I guess it'll be okay in the end. Mm -hmm. I guess... This isn't going to be the end of the world. And if it is, well, then that's meant to be. Like, you're not in control. Yep. You're not. <laughs> okay? So just let it go. And you actually feel so much more at ease. It's a release, when, right? Oh, my when God, You, it can, is you such can do that. This release. thing that's
0: been going round and round in your head. It's actually this thing that... Because we build them up, too, right? It's like this little... It's like a dung beetle in your mind, like, pushing this thing. And if you don't tend to it, it's going to get bigger, and it's going to snowball and get bigger and bigger and bigger. Before you know it, you've got this great big, like, clump of dung in your head it's like okay now you need to break that down and slowly you're just going to chip away and be like okay so what is so so I can I can use like this experience as an example you know so why why shouldn't I take over the over the podcast right because that Mm. was that was obviously you know like Tori and I had the conversation and um and I was like oh well um uh well I'm I'm kind of like I've got a lot of responsibilities on and you know but okay so can you move some stuff, can you get some extra help, okay, but what if, what if I'm not a good enough host, what will people think of me, like, you know, what if I, what if I'm not funny enough, what if I'm not charismatic enough, and it's like, well, so what, like, what's the worst that can happen, mm. you know, uh, people, I don't know, people mm. stop listening, or people, Um, I'm sure I would get feedback from that, and you just keep going, right, exactly. and it's rea- and you realise that the people, people that are meant to be listening to this are listening to it, and the people that you're serving with your message, you are there to serve, and the people that don't resonate with it will find value in another podcast, so there really is no problem yeah. at all. Yeah. So, we spoke about opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, I am, as you know, I always like like to look at for the opportunity and look for the positives in things. I'm not gonna lie; it's been very hard in this situation because it there's there's just there's a big heaviness. There's a lot of fear around right now. However the more I've been able to distance myself from the mainstream message, the more I have found that there is uh, there is tremendous, if not the biggest opportunity we've ever had in our lifetime right now to go within, to listen to our creativity, to listen to our intuition, to think of new ideas, to, to look at ways that... Because the current systems are not working. The political system, the social system, the medical system, all of it is broken. Mm-hmm. And this is a real chance for us all to go stop what should we be doing differently? Because if we keep riding this train, it's only gonna go one way. So I think this is our biggest opportunity as a human race to look at ways we can serve the world differently. Ways that that we are in ourselves personally, not giving our full selves to the world and not making the impact that we could. And on a global level, the ways that we are treating each other, treating the planet that are just not sustainable. So I think one of the things that we can all do by having this time to slow down, we can reflect on that and we can look at okay, what is truly important to me, what's truly important to the greater good, and how can we use this time for positive. Yeah. So I want to talk about some ways that we can like we can tune into that, right? Because okay. it's very I I find if I if I if I'm sitting here, right, and I'm like, okay, I want I want some creativity to come and I want some thoughts to come, like it's not really gonna happen. Mm. I find that when I get into a flow state then after that has come and I'm, I'm out of my head and I'm moving and suddenly these moments of inspiration will hit. So that could be anything from going for a walk, that could be colouring, that could be listening to music, that could be surfing, whatever that is. So what are your favourite ways to get in the flow yeah. and get out of your head brain and listen, tune into these, these these deeper forms of intelligence? Mm-hmm.
1: Wow, delicious. I've been sitting here smiling the whole time. <laughs> nobody can see, but like just smiling huge because yeah, it's just amazing for this flow because mm. I have to say the biggest thing as well, like you say that the world is is you know needs help, and we need to we need there's a lot that needs to change, mm. right? but. It's so easy to look outside of ourselves mm-hmm. and say, Oh, this is wrong, this needs to change. Yeah. At the end of the day, you are responsible for you. Mm. And I can tell you right bloody now, if every person woke up every day and said, I am gonna commit to being the best version of myself yeah. things would be different. Yep.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: So that is I that is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I think, okay, so and also, Starts if you can't you. have that
0: commitment to yourself, how can you have that commitment to the wider world anyway? I think so many people, they're focused on the macro and all the problems. Are, it's very easy to get wrapped up in the problems that are there with the world. But, okay, how can I do my bit? How can I serve? Because this is not, there's not going to be one hero that swoops in with a cape and says, Right, guys, it's on me. Mm-hmm. I've got this covered. Like, everything's going to be good. It's going to be a collective effort. We got to where we are together and we will get out of where we are together.
1: hundred percent. And it's that chipping away again, you Mm -hmm. know, and so it's starting with yourself and that's, yeah, that's awesome. So, look, I mean, ways, you know, that I get inspired, I would say, um, dancing.
2: Mm.
1: Play some music Mm -hmm. and dance. Play music that feels good to you, you know? And I would say, also, be very Aware of the music that you're listening to the words of the music mm. um, I'm guilty of that. I, I <laughs> tend to not always listen to the words just yep. the music and the way it makes me feel which is beautiful But I do think on a subconscious level um, The words can have an effect to your mind. So yep. just just be gently aware of that um, I would say that I would say reading is a beautiful way too and again Mm. you know that's a form of consuming so what are you consuming you know so make sure that it's something that you feel like is going to feed your soul yeah um i've
0: been getting really back into fiction recently like i i was i had uh uh, my relationship with fiction is very on off but i found that you know i was was really diving into the self-improvement books which have their Mm. plays but the fiction was this real like it just lit up my imagination and you I would just lose myself in it for half an hour, an hour, two hours and then when you come out of it you realise, Whoa, that, that creative flow is now within me and then I can channel that into whatever ways I want, whether that's my business, my personal life, whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then I would say things like try new things, like baking, mm. I don't know. I love to, to take um non vegan recipes and make make them vegan or something cool. and you know, even if I like they don't turn out perfectly, it's still it's a a fun way to create, yep. you know, and then it always feels good as human beings to give. Mm. So, if you bake something, go and go and like give it to somebody, you know, or find somebody less fortunate than you and give it to them. Go on the beach and pick up some, if you're allowed out the house, <laughs> pick up some trash. You know, wear gloves, and. um that kind of thing, and then for me, I really find in my meditation and just delving into a really good practice, mm. oof, it inspires me hugely, mm. and just following your intuition, you know, with things like that, being around people that you love, yep. talk to people, yep. have conversations. Yep. Um,
0: Let people know that you're there and that you're thinking of yes. them, because this is, again, we're we're, we're feeling... We're, a lot of us are on our own or with close family, or there's just a few of us, but to be able to pick up that phone and say, look, I'm thinking about you, I love you, I'm here for you, and just dropping in on people. Mm-hmm.
1: The people mm-hmm. that you
0: don't drop in on that often, the strong people that you think are they're going to be all right, you know, just, just making sure that people know we're not alone in this. I have seen so much over the past week or so, so many people, I mean, we have, we have our situation right mm-hmm. here, right, where, you know, I so i'm in i'm in la um i couldn't get home when i wanted to get home because because of everything that was going on but it's given us a chance where we haven't spent real time together in the last year to to really be together for the past few days mm-hmm. and i'm so so grateful for that um but being able to check in on those people that you haven't for a long time and just let them know that you're there and that you're thinking of them
1: yeah it's and you know the natural human condition is we all thrive off of Giving. Mm-hmm. Really. That's what we're here to do. We're yep. here for a purpose to give in some way, shape or form. And mm-hmm. so it does it really does energize you and it makes you feel good to to do that. So I think it's you're nice. absolutely right. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's I mean, there's so many things. I, I love going on hikes, mm-hmm. you know. Of course it depends if you're allowed outside or not again. Yep. So that, um, yeah, this is the time for us to find out more about ourselves, you know, Completely. clean that bathroom drawer, people, <laughs> my goodness, God right. knows I needed to do it, yeah, I did it today, and it felt, it felt amazing, this yeah. is, like, this is the opportunity to do those things you wouldn't do before, mm-hmm. you know, and, and knuckle down, I mean, knuckle down, and, 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 and build yourself, whether that's in your personal life, which I think is really important. Yep. But then also in your career, so that mm. when you hit the ground, you hit the ground running again. Yep. You know, And you'll be 10 steps ahead of everybody else. Yep. So just use this as fuel. Yep. Everything around you is fuel yep. to your fire. Mm-hmm. So see it as that and use it as that.
0: Because we, we are going to come out of this, right? It oh, yeah. it, feel, it feels like this has consumed us and this is our new reality, but we are going to come out of it and, and we're, the, the world will resume what we have the opportunity. We, we are faced with two decisions. We, we either look back on this time as, as a time where we, we sat around and we played Netflix and video games and, and wasted the time, or this can be the turning point in our lives, right? This can be the point where you seize that inspiration, you... You delved into yourself, listened to yourself for the first time, and you realized what you were really here to do, what your gift was, how you can serve people and I know from from my experience that actually Viva, my whole business now, was born at a time when I had a lot of stillness i'd been i'd been I had a real challenging time in my own life, and to be able to to have some real time where I could reflect find out what was important to me, find out who was important to me, what I wanted to do in the world and and what I stood for. And and I was able to channel that energy into something that was bigger than me. And I truly believe we all have that. That doesn't mean we all need to go and start businesses. Mm -hmm. It means that we all use that energy and that drive, the reason that we're here, that purpose, because we all have one, and use that in whichever way feels right to us. But we have to be able to slow down and listen to it. And this is what we have the opportunity to do. And so for me this this time is gonna be a real time for me to to reflect on where I wanna go next, both in the business and personally, what's important to me, what I enjoy doing the most, how I can serve people, how I can give value. One thing that that has really come up is that we wanna be able to to use what we have at Vivo to, to give people more of a sense of belonging and more of a sense of community. So by the time this podcast goes out, we'll already have started the live events, the live meditations workshops, cookery demos, these kind of things, to, to give people those skills, but also to let people know that they're not alone, oh. to know that there are people out there that that are like you. And when this all passes, that we can all come together and realise that we're not alone in this. And actually, we're the way that we're thinking and what we want from life is probably very similar to what a lot of other people want To I remember thinking that I was alone in being the guy that about animals or cared about the planet and it was only when i realized that actually there's a big wide world outside mm-hmm. of malden in essex that actually a lot of people are feeling the same oh too.
1: yeah yeah that's beautifully said and you know we can see this that things are breaking down things need to break down maybe so that we can rebuild it again mm-hmm. from the ground up yep. in a better way yep. with a stronger foundation yeah um Similar to you with your Vivo thing, you know, when I spoke about my breakup, I thought that I was the strong, independent uh-huh. woman. And when my world got shattered, I very quickly realized, whoa, I wasn't who I thought I was. Yep. And I then built myself from the ground up and I'm 10 times more myself, uh-huh. you know, um, than I was at that stage. And I think that, that this is just such... A beautiful opportunity to do that, and I really want to stress to everybody at home that if you are feeling really crappy and mm. you are feeling stuck, there's nothing wrong with you. Allow it mm. you know allow yourself to feel a little irritated, frustrated, afraid,
2: yep.
1: all those things, but do not wallow in it. Yep. Feel it, feel it fully, scream, scream into your pillow if you don't Hmm. want to give your neighbors heart attacks, um, run around, jump, you know, get frustrated, cry, do all those things, let it out, let yourself feel it, and then pick up the pieces. Hmm. And there is no perfect way to do this. Find your own path and do not... Compare it to anybody else because I lived so much of my life doing that yep. Comparing myself whether it was physically or my my path my career path to other people And the truth is is that it will never be the same as anybody else because it's not meant to be the same as anybody else yep. You're here for a reason exactly as you are with all your I don't want to say weaknesses, but your strengths and your things that need working on and um, for a reason Mm -hmm. and embrace them embrace all of who you are and say how can I make the best out of this you know and um, yeah do not be hard on yourself take it one day at a time one step at a time Um, commit to yourself every day Um, fake it till you make it you know what I'm saying and eventually your subconscious will become conscious yep and you'll be flipping walking the walk and talking the talk yep it, yeah Down
0: right yeah. yeah and if we can't do that now when can we do that yeah. right right now is the opportunity okay so my final question that i want to ask is what does the world look like in six months a year's time when this is a distant memory and we're laughing about the days when we were walking <laughs> around with with n95 masks and rubber gloves and the woman with a peg on her nose that i saw today Oh, you did. yeah yeah i was um in the supermarket and, and someone that had no gloves on no mask but a peg on her nose <laughs> So I don't I don't know what the plan was. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but that is brilliant. it's when when we're when we're laughing about these days because we will we always do. Yeah. How um, how have we evolved for the better? What does what does the world look like? Obviously, one coronavirus isn't going to fix the world overnight, but I do believe it can it can allow us to look at things a little differently.
1: I think awareness. I think awareness to our connectedness
2: mm
1: meaning how first of all how we as human beings thrive off of connection hmm even if that's just walking past people
2: yep
1: you know um and then but also how every little thing we do has an impact the butterfly effect yep you know on the world yep. And so, I think that we're going to become a lot more grateful for the little things in life, walking past a stranger in the store, giving them a smile, Mm. not feeling like you have to be 50 feet away from them. Even now, I feel like going to the grocery store, when I see people, there's this acknowledgement and there's this, hi. like. Good to see a
0: person exactly yeah. i've seen i've seen so much of that over the past yeah. few days i've really i've really been looking out for it because you see i'm seeing fear in a lot of people's eyes mm. but when you get that smile instead of suspicion it's just the most beautiful thing because it's almost like it just cuts through it all and it's like we're in this together yeah. deep down we know that mm-hmm. and i think people are really going to realize that from this that we need each other you talk about connection it's connection to both to people but also to our wider world which we've lost as well and I really hope that we can, even these, these illusions like we have with the food system and everything like that, where we, we tell ourselves that we're, we're in L.A., we can live in a city of 8 million people where there's no farms and no food being grown, and we've, we can get all the food we want. We can go into the local supermarket and we can get organic mangoes from, from Peru. We can get avocados from Mexico, and then we can get uh, tofu from Japan. Mm-hmm. And knowing that that is actually a fallacy, so ha- so can we take back control of that? Can we start growing our own food? Can we rely on the bigger system a little less? Can we be be a little bit more flexible in our food choices? Can can we can we learn to be less reliant on the system? If we can mm-hmm. all if we can all do that by twenty percent, right? If if we could say this year we're all gonna we we're, we're gonna consume 20% less, and we're going to perhaps maybe grow our own herbs, or grow our own lettuce inside, or whatever that looks like, you know, we'll realise that we don't need that organic gluten-free almond butter granola for the top of our smoothie bowl, you know, it might be nice, but we don't (laughs) need it all the time, it could be like a nice little treat every now and then.
1: Yeah, and and you know what you just said, you know, not being reliant Mm. on that, equally, not allowing our happiness Mm -hmm. to be reliant on anything outside of us so that connection that we were speaking about is also to ourselves and you then create the safe haven within yourself and people are going to like hopefully you know eventually walk around a lot more secure within themselves and everything that we say everything that we do is a lot more thought through a lot mm. more connected connected to our truth connected to our purpose and hopefully that will create you know a lot more of a, um, a symbiotic sort of feel to the world mm-hmm. and a relationship to everything around us you know i really think let's let's stay positive you know we're not we're not delusional, um, but what other choice do we have?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, decide. Yep. You know you can either be negative or think negatively or be pessimistic, or you can say, no, I'm going to choose to to be positive and to remain positive and to inspire myself, those around me,
2: mm.
1: and um, we're all light beings. We're all here to to change the world in a, in a good way yep. you know otherwise we wouldn't be here and you have to trust and know that and find that within yourself be curious yep. be curious what is there inside of you that 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 you that you haven't yet found and that is here to change the world you know because we all we all have that so it's beautiful it's really it's really beautiful yeah
0: I'd actually I'd, l- I'd love to set you guys a challenge if you're listening to this podcast then I would really love you to just maybe put it on your instagram stories um and just say like what what you're here for what your light is right now and that can change all the time right mm-hmm. for me for me five years ago i would have, I'd have told you it was um creating the the best vegan supplements in the world um now i, I think it, there's there's more to me. It Could it could be my writing it could be the way that i can connect with people it could be whatever you know um i want you just to put on your Instagram stories, tag Vee Life and just say, what is it? What light are you going to deliver to the world today? Whether that's a recent realisation or something you've known all along, because we all have it, um, and take a moment just to, to listen to what that is. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to wrap this up now. Um, where can, obviously, people are going to be seeing you a little bit more over on the Facebook group over mm-hmm. the next few weeks. Uh, is there anywhere that people can find out more about you and, and your yoga practice?
1: Well, I have a personal Instagram page which is at Kaylee Gilbert. Um, that's K A Y L E I G H G I L B E R T. My yoga page is not running just yet, but mm-hmm. that will probably up pretty soon. Um, and yeah, they can contact me on there if they wish, and I'll definitely be seeing more of you and everybody else. Perfect. Soon, so
0: but I'm so grateful you could hold this space with me and just, yeah, just, just reflect on the things that we've been reflecting on for the past few days. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's beautiful to be surrounded by people that, that share the same perspectives that I do um, and, and to know that, that I'm not alone in this way of thinking, so thank you.
1: Absolutely, and thank you for having me on. And to everybody at home, you're not alone. Go easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. Be kind, be compassionate, and one step at a time, right? And we're all in this together, so... And you're loved. You're very, very, very loved. Satnam. Satnam, baby.
0: (laughs) Love, guys. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you on the next one.